millennials, yeah, we back at it again. Versus the world, you know that we gon' win. Right by my side, got my family and kin. Go, K-Dot. man, this podcast is tough. K-Dot like Giannis, he keep it above. Millennials up and we ain't getting stuck. No, they ain't ready, you think we gon' stop? Maryland and D.C., we got it on lock. Tune in, we live, and you know we the spot. Panels and parties, you know how we rock. Uh, millennials versus the world. Millennials versus the world. Millennials versus the world. Millennials versus the world. Alright, bro, we on. So yeah, get back to what you were saying. I was saying like detoxing from the internet. I said, how can you detox from the internet when it's all uh, it's always around you? Like it's subconsciously inside your mind. So you're trying to detox from a subconscious thought. That's tough. Cause it's like you even when you're not on the uh the internet or you're not on social media, you're constantly thinking about it. How do you detox from that? Yeah, but I, I but I think that's because you don't detox from it, right? Like I think that the fact that we always uh, are are on the internet all the time 24 mm-hmm. and and you know people gonna lie and say no nah, i don't be on the internet and i ain't even just talking about social media bro i'm saying yeah the you're talking about period yeah right because i personally if i keep it a band like the conversation we had earlier today like i think a lot of that a lot of that stems from not not bro not detoxing like i think we spent but if you detox from, realistically like, realistically how many times are you on how, how, how many hours in a day are you on the internet bro uh, realistically. personally uh uh realistically i would say out of the whole day yeah probably like four or five think about that jay that's almost that's almost that's almost a quarter of your and day that's bro. in spurts you know that's that's a fact but that's in spurts it might be 30 minutes here an hour here but i looked at my screen time and i'm like damn i've been on that four hours so my so my next question to you would be and, you, and, and only going to work if we, if we, because I'm going to go right after you. How many mm-hmm. times do you see something that you, quote unquote, compare yourself to? Probably about 85 to 95% of the time. And, 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 and realistically speaking, so this is what I would ask. What did mm-hmm. you compare yourself to or what standard did you set before the internet came out? Is what, let me ask that. Before we what had all I that. Can- before well, when, the only, the only standard I had was just like, be a good person. You know what I'm saying? Like be, like it was just the normal standards, like respect, just goals for yourself before the standards came. It wasn't like, oh, I need to have a, the hottest new car, the, the newest clothes, shoes and all that. Like I was already swagged out way before that. So I really wasn't on that type of, like I didn't need that because I, I already Matt, had up? swag. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when yeah. it came to all the extra shit, like I wasn't getting Alexander McQueen's and all that stuff. Cause you know, but other than that, but I'm not, before but I'm that not it was just going, regular like morals and values. But I'm saying not even, I don't, cause I don't think the morals and values get challenged. But see, this is the thing. People think that you subconsciously can, I mean, that you consciously compare yourself. I don't think you get on the internet and be like, oh, snap, let me look, let me like, dad, why am I not doing that? But like, if you're constantly being fed everybody's best moment, you, mm-hmm. you're you going to naturally, and cause you gotta think about it. You're looking at their best moment when you're not in your best moment. And right. let's say, let's just say, for, for the sake of this argument, we don't share all the time. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like you don't show, you don't, let's say you don't share the good or the bad, but right. every time you click in any app, YouTube, anything, you see everybody's mm-hmm. best moment and you mm-hmm. grinding right now. I don't think nobody looks at it and says like, oh, dad, bro, I want that. But like subconsciously, if you, if, oh yeah, yeah, what up, no. man? You already know, man. Appreciate you checking in. Yeah, with tell me, Matt, what up, what up, what up, Matt? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I'm saying like, if you, if you, do that. I don't think you looking at it and comparing what you see, but subconsciously, 
whatever you see is like in, embedded in the back of your mind. Yeah, but your subconscious turns into your conscious. So you it, it starts, whatever's embedded into you, you start to operate out of. So it may start out like that. It gets in your subconscious. You're like, oh, yeah, well, dang, they, they 30, I'm 30. They doing this, I'm doing this. Because you're seeing the highlights. But you constantly, the thing with social media is, and that's what's tough for all of us right now. Internet. Well, I am. No, I'm saying I am. Okay, Okay, internet, internet, social media, whatever. The tough thing about it is, is that you have to keep constantly telling yourself that this is people highlighting moments. Before then, you would only see moments when you interact with people. So it's (laughs) like, you don't have time to, you know what I'm saying? Now it's like, every time I click on it, I see nothing but your best moments. Subconscious like, well, damn, what am I doing with my life? Like, why is my joint not popping and, and I'm doing everything so you subconsciously start comparing? Yeah, I have a great job. This person may have a decent job. How in the hell are they maneuvering like this? I got it. So you do it, not intentionally, but over time. So th- this is what I'm fast forwarding to to get back to your original question. Because if you mm-hmm. detox off something, right? If you say, mm-hmm. hey, let's detox from the internet, social media, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like a relationship. The more you detox from it, the more you're going to want it. It's going to mm-hmm. happen over time. Over time, you're going to say, you know what, if I keep putting the proper measures in place, like, I know I can get off of this. But originally, if this is like somebody detoxing off drugs, you're going to think about it for the first whatever. And that d- difference between person, it could be the first weekend you good. Some people might have to detox for a year. I, I, get, I get what you're saying. I don't I, I agree that you're going to want to end up. But this is the thing, bro. I mm-hmm. think, see, I read this joint today, bro, that my little cousin shared, man. Shout out to Quan. Okay. Like, and Shout out to Quan. And he was like, I don't be deep in my feelings. I be deep in my thoughts. Mm-hmm. So when you say stuff like that, like I'm not deep in my feelings, I'm deep in my thoughts. Bro, most of the time, like say if you something sparked a conversation between you and myself, you and whoever, me and whoever, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to say nonsense out of 10, but like you read a meme or something that hit down on the internet. Like, bro, I read this and it made me think of. Mm-hmm. So that means your thoughts, or even if the person who posted that, right? Mm-hmm. could have whatever intent in the world or just for a like, but they literally can control your, your thought pattern for that day, for that hour, for that time. And mm-hmm. I think when it comes down to uniqueness, bro, it was it, it, about to say something off the internet. It was a joy oh. friend that was like, because <laughs> it got me, bro. It was like, it was like comparison is the killer of joy. But mm-hmm. Jay, I don't me personally, I don't think you can spend all those hours on the app or, or on the internet and say it don't matter. I don't believe that. But everybody you can't. Seems to think- you can't. Bro, well, 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 everybody seems you, to think you, you can't can, because, bro. okay, and, and those people, you know, more power to them. They're much stronger than what other people mm-hmm. are, including myself. You can't spend hours on something and not compare because at the end of the day, it's like, All right, Matt, not, let us know. I, when I say compare, I don't mean consciously. I mean, you could start to compare subconsciously, which comes into your conscious. Like, mm-hmm. you're not doing it intentionally, but at the end of the day, bro, how can you expect to spend that much time and not compare? How? Uh, bro, I just I, I just think for me, bro, I think we start like the metaverse, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think we think the metaverse is like the digital world taking over, right? Like, like we trying to replace reality. But mm-hmm. we sacrifice our reality for the digital world. So I don't see how people disagree with the metaverse when- We didn't have a choice. What, what you mean? You, you, as long as you have a phone, you didn't have a choice. Social media was fed to you. uh, Okay, but I'm not even going to go that deep yet. Think about Mm -hmm. it, Jay. And and everybody, I don't care who you are, everybody's guilty of this. Okay. When you about to post something, post a picture, post whatever, Mm -hmm. 
Do you not, even if it's not in its best form, mm -hmm. do you not do everything, you, whoever, do people mm -hmm. not do everything they can to make whatever they about to post look a certain way? Absolutely. So even then, in those moments, reality mm -hmm. is eliminating it, eliminated, and now we're only doing it for the digital world. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Without, yeah. So you can't... Um, Oh, Matt asked a good question, bro. He said, do he, you say? he said, do you believe parenting will continually increase in difficulty due to the internet? Continuously increase in difficulty due to the internet? Yes. I do because, I mean, I think I feel like that, too. Go ahead, Jay. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I feel like that because you have an increase. First of all, electronics are raising our, you know, our kids right now. We mm -hmm. can all relate. I have two beautiful girls. It's the same way. They're on their phone, their tablets. So what I try to do is eliminate that sometimes, you know, maybe if it's an hour or two out of the day, mm -hmm. hey, let's put your electronics down. Let's go outside. Let's go skating. Let's do something, right? Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, they're so drawn to their uh, uh, electronics that it's, it's forming their mind. So, for example, you go on YouTube, like you say, social media, internet. Mm -hmm. You see some of the things that you see as far as, like, some of these little kids, how they're talking to their parents how they doing, whatever. Subconsciously, these kids think that. Sure. And then they start to react like that. And then it's like, you're trying to, you know, you, you're trying to basically raise your kid and somebody else's way of thinking. Mm -hmm. They're not even being an actual kid at that moment. So sure. I think it's tough for me. So, so you know, Cameron ain't that old yet, but I, I feel, mm -hmm. so two things, Matt. So yes, it's harder, but I think you have to balance out. So, you know, he was like, you take the girls outside, let's get outside, da, da, da. Mm -hmm. I think we have to balance out because I don't count internet like at school when they're doing like schoolwork. Right, school. right, right. I think we have to eliminate the free roaming hours of the internet. And like, so maybe two hours to one. So for those two hours, they outside playing out, they get an hour to free roam internet. And the only mm -hmm. reason I say that is because I, I think free roaming internet is dangerous than just internet. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. and it's when you let kids live in the digital world versus see it. And when right. they live in it, like when they own it, like from Saturday, 10 o'clock in the morning to mm -hmm. when they go to bed, like, yeah, they interacting, but the most thing they doing is just sitting there on a whatever on the internet. You can't mm -hmm. beat that. However, if you manage like, no, let's get a, a movie in as a family. Mm -hmm. Let's read something. Let's chill. And then mm -hmm. after this, you can get your phone for a little bit and then we get it back. You understand what I'm saying? But I do. The internet, the internet is becoming undefeated, bro. So, man, and the second yeah, part, but but we're doing that, but we're doing that. Like at the end of the day, it's it's forming their minds. Like I said, so you see all these kids making millions of dollars unwrapping eggs or doing, you know, have their own YouTube channels. So, mm -hmm. it, you know, it makes your kids want to do that stuff. I think the bigger issue is that we're not talking about is when it comes to the parents, and it's for all of us because all of us are guilty. What we're doing is the internet is becoming the new babysitter. Social media, not just social media, the internet in general. And I'm going to tell you why. To certain, and I'm just, I'm just speaking I, I got for you, certain I got, you, I got you. I got you. And I'm telling you why. Because what people are not saying is that as parents in today's society, it gives parents a free time to be free. Mm -hmm. And because they have that freedom, it's like, that's a break for them. So it's like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, just go out there, get on your tablet and all that. Because it's giving parents the time to actually get a break. But what we're not understanding is that's raising your child even though you're still a good parent, but you get to the point and kids remember that stuff. So if you talk to a kid and ask them what they did all day, how many times have you talked to my kids or talked to other kids? Hey, what you learned at school today? 
half of them can't regurgitate it because they sit here and they're like, they like, they'll say some simple shit like, oh yeah, we was counting. I think it's more manageable than that then, bro. I think for to me, I think mm-hmm. to me, I think what you said 110% fact, I think the issue comes in and you're right. A lot of parents try to get a break from the internet. You know what I'm saying? See, but that's, that's the twofold. Like mm-hmm. if, if I'm, if you stuck in a tablet to the point where like you watching YouTube kids and stuff like that versus mm-hmm. that's why I say free roam internet. Like here's your tablet, go do whatever you want to do versus right. You on your tablet, you beside me, and you watching Coco. Well, for me, it's Coco Melon right now. Right, right, or whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think when they get yeah. older, bro, it, it, you gotta, you got, you have to see. This is the thing, and this is going to flip it to something else. We've tricked mm-hmm. ourselves in believing that I don't care what any, I don't care what anybody says. We tricked ourselves into believing that the dig, the social media is the actual world. Like what what happens and performs up there is really what matters in life, and it's really mm-hmm. nowhere near like close still this day but how but how can you how can you tell somebody it's not close when it's all you see every comparison that you have it is social media so Matt then says, when it comes i'm sorry jay uh, go ahead I'm gonna, I'm gonna read it after you go go ahead brother yeah then when, when it comes to that that's your only that's your only comparison think about it you see families on social media you see everything on social media so people only portray real reality and real life with social media Agree. Matt said the, the internet has its pros and cons. At the end of the day, it's not going anywhere. So I think the challenge is figuring out how to adapt parents into the internet and technology. So that's, that's fair. It is. But that's fair, I think, Matt. I think we need to decipher between internet and social media because internet includes like educational things and all that. Mm-hmm. I think social media, mm-hmm. when you say internet, the internet don't scare me as much as social media, bro. It just don't. Like, right, like, but you your question was based off of uh, the reality of social media, right? Uh, yeah. So let, let me ask you this, bro. Let me ask you this, mm-hmm. jumping out of the parenting world, just an adult world. Mm-hmm. And I'll answer it right after you. How much do you value social media? How much do you value social media? Uh, I mean, I'm going to be truthful. and you, You've been knowing me for a very long time. I don't value social media a lot. I barely, I'm barely up there. Like, I get up there, you know, I like people pictures and and all that stuff. But as far as actual value to it, mm-hmm. I don't really hold a lot of value to it. I mean, I just look at it as entertainment. Does it influence me? Absolutely. I'll be lying if, uh, if I said that. But as far as hold that much value to me, like even, you know, I'm I'm not even the type that when I get up in the morning, like I use, you know what I'm saying? Like first thing, oh, I got to hop on. Like it's, it's not that deep right now, you know? See, I don't, see, see. Because to me, it's like the first, I read that article and it said, in the first 15 minutes of your day, whatever you consume controls the rest of your day. For sure. The first 15 minutes. Sure. So what I choose to do is get up. Where'd you get, where'd you get that article from? The internet? Gotcha. Uh, I actually, I watched it on the internet. It was on YouTube, actually. Okay, gotcha. Go, <laughs> go figure. Yeah. <laughs> go figure. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. It was on YouTube, though. Hey, where it, you hey, that was good. That yeah. was good. I got it from, from All right, the go internet. Ahead. And you remember that commercial? What? It, how you know it's true? Because it's on the internet. Yeah, yeah like, go ahead, bro. That's all right. So everything yeah, so, you said right now is faulty, but go ahead. It's cool, bro. I got it from the internet, so it's legit. All good. But that, you know, so I don't fault people or started look with down anybody that. Yeah, it's cool, bro. I don't, I don't fault people or look down on people that you know want to get up and get on social media. Everybody handles it differently. You know, I'm just speaking from my perspective. For me, sure. it doesn't have a hold. I, I don't value it that much. What about you? So I think it's, I think it's twofold and gets foggy for me. You know what I'm saying? Being a podcaster and photographer, I think that um, I think that it's 
it has its place. You know what I'm saying? But when you do things as a creator, I think social media is the biggest opportunity for you to connect with others. Like, as far as people that are not around you. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't mind going outside and doing street photography and going rapping with people. I done did that plenty of times. But you got to realize when you do that, you become a... um, Yeah, for sure. Uh, for sure, Matt. Uh, and so, Matt, how do y'all feel about the internet when it comes to business? Is for so how do y'all feel about the internet when it comes to business, Matt, and the internet when it comes to personal life? Or are y'all able to just completely separate it for whatever gain you need, and it doesn't influence your personal life? So, Matt, drop that and let me know what you think on that. But yeah. um, and the second thing is a, another question I have for you and Matt, business wise. You brought up a good point. How do you market and do anything outside of the internet now? Bro, and that's what we was kind of touching on earlier when I was talking to you earlier. So like, yeah, I remember that's why I brought that back up because you sure. had a good point. I was thinking like, how do you? Bro, so it's like, it, it's like the, honestly, bro, mm-hmm. you get the most people. When we used to be in college, going to parties, da 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 rah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. The dudes outside with the flyers that was promoting the next big party or like yeah, I used to be the one club down the street, they was really <laughs> yeah. low key in the ground with it with the marketing. Like that's really all trenches. that is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, in the trenches, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I think in this day and age, bro, it's so hard to market in person because people are so like, oh, nah. Like people are so like, like, why are you walking up to me? Or like, what are you doing? Like, if right. I don't, if I'm out and I don't have my, my camera around my neck, break so many barriers when I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. if I'm in the city and they see the camera around their neck, they it, it automatically makes me more friendly to talk to. They automatically know I'm a photographer. You know what I'm saying? But right, right. the social media aspect, I think that people have become, people exchange IGs more than they do phone numbers. So it's like- I know, it's almost, I know. Right, and so it's almost like to the point where like, you gotta be you. It's like you gotta have an IG. Like mm-hmm. you, you gotta have a, a a website along with that. So when you say marketing in person, I think it really come down to like you can't market in person until you've like basically infiltrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daz said she honestly doesn't focus on her personal social media. You know what's crazy? She said that I feel the same way. I could almost what's delete that? it. She said, um, Daz said that she doesn't focus on her personal social media anymore she only focuses on her business ones oh okay Okay, so let me ask you this then yeah because mine's is intertwined huh because mine's is intertwined so So that's what i'm about to say how is that manage doing your business off of your personal because i don't do that i can't do that me me personally it doesn't bother me at all i mean because at the end of the day i feel like that me being a dj and me having my personal life i'm still a father i still work so i intertwine it because i want you to know the real authentic me I'm not just a DJ. I have a real career. I have kids. I have a life. So I want you to experience that with me. I'm not going to put my kids or expose too much information. But at the same time, I like to move like that because I think that's authentic for me. You need to see other things like, okay, he is a good DJ. He rocking parties. He's doing that. Okay. But also at the same time, I see he's a real person. And I think that's what people shy away from. Their social media looks so nice and gloomy. And then you meet them in person and they're the most awkward people ever. You ever had you you ever met somebody like on the internet or whatever, like y'all rapping, y'all politicking? Hey, let's meet up, let's do whatever, you know what I'm saying, for drinks for business purposes, right? Jay, you, you go meet invite, you don't invite people for drinks on business purposes. Yeah, you do if you're trying to politic. Well, I do I do with DJs. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, hey, Jay, like, no, I'm not I'm not like yo, that's awkward. Like, yo, let's go get a drink. 
No, but, what's awkward is the conversations because they get there and they don't know how to do this. If you're not sitting behind a computer, they don't know how to say anything. Yeah. I, yes, yes. But I think more... See, the thing about social media, bro, I don't I don't think without, without the interaction... Like, for instance, I think... Mm-hmm. There isn't if you don't get interaction, bro. No matter what, the social media thing don't matter that much because people lie. I hate when people say, Oh, share it anyway, post it 10,000 times, bro. If ain't nobody showing you love, you got to take a different route on social media, whether it's switching yeah. up your hashtags, whether it's uh finding new people to follow, whether it's going commenting on theirs. The game of, of, of marketing via social media, mm. you can't if you're going to market that way specifically, you have to dig in all aspects, you can't just say like, oh, I'm going to post this. That's not marketing. You know right. what I'm saying? You got to right. really look up your hashtags. You got to know how to run ads. You got, and when Yeah, you, you, even told, you even told me that one time we was rapping because, you know, I don't really post a lot, you know. Yeah, at all. Um, which which is still, but at the end of the day, I still have done very well as a DJ, so word of mouth is still cool for me. For but sure. I But you told me that, like, it's social media is so deep, and this is how I don't get into it, like, to the point to where certain times that you can post to get certain reaction. When you told me that, I'm like, what? Yeah, that's a fact. Bro. I don't think about stuff like that. I'm just sitting here thinking like, okay, cool. I hadn't posted in a while. Let me go ahead and, you know, I, now I stay relevant on there. Mm-hmm. But if I want to throw a video up there to kind of market it a little bit, that may not be considered marketing. But at the same time, I'm just showing, hey, I do do this. I, you know. No, I, I only think it's not marketing if people aren't responding to it. What I'm saying is like, people like, I, I, I think you should promote your stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I think, not you specifically, I'm saying anybody. But I yeah. think people should promote their things. But what I'm saying is, if you post in five times and it's not getting a result that it should be, not saying they get a crazy result, but it's not mm-hmm. even getting a consistent one. It's not even getting a buzz. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. I look at it like this, and it's just being transparent. Like, when I drop my content on Millennials versus the World, when I'm, you know, mm-hmm. in my bag about, you know, whatever, and I post something, it, I can have a post, the first post, say, get 30 likes, five comments. And the second post get... 15 likes, five, co- it's kind of like what you said earlier. Mm-hmm. Those 15 may be somebody totally different where that information resonated with them. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with the new conversation that's created versus outdoing the last post. That's crazy how that connects to what you were saying earlier. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but what I'm saying is, it's like the fact that the second post reached a new audience and even though they all follow me, it reached people that wanted to share it now to their audience because everybody doesn't share. So to me, right. when it comes to marketing, you got to understand what content provokes what emotion or provokes what conversation. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, you fail sometimes, bro. You, you Absolutely. Gonna, we you, all do. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, and my family, my family on my personal page will always outdo other everything else. Honestly, uh-huh. speaking, bro, it, to me, um, oh, that's the same one. So to me, it's like, I... I ain't really like my family, my family. I post them because I love them. And you know what I'm saying? I show them love. But like at where I'm at now with everything, bro, and the way things are really going up, I don't feel the need to like promote my family as much or show them everything I got going, showing the world, you know, everything I got going on with my family. Because then it becomes about protection to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, I think that a lot of times. Um, and and I, could, I could see that to a certain extent. You know, mm-hmm. that's why when I post like, you know, daddy daughter dates and stuff like that, or I'm posting stuff with my kids. It's not, first of all, it's not for any type of likes. This is just for me having yeah, a memory sure. and creating those memories. Sure. And at the same time, I understand that there's a possibility that, you know, my kids could be exploited, you know, through social media. Mm-hmm. And, you know, 
that's just a, a risk that I'm willing to take because at the end of the day, I personally just feel like that's me being authentic. Mm-hmm. I'm being Jay because the same Jay, and a lot of people don't move like this, but the same Jay or the same DJ J Dub three three six that you meet on Instagram, mm-hmm. I guarantee you is the same person you meet in real life. So, so, a so lot of people can't this, say bro. that. Let me ask you this: What's your thoughts on people like that don't pick up the phone but get on social media and, and try to like say they feelings in social media subliminally to people instead of? What's your feelings on when people? You mean like if I call you and you don't pick up the phone, you saying or we got? No, I'm saying like say we supposed to have a conversation or like Mm -hmm. me and you. I'm saying what do you feel like when people replace communication with statuses? What's your thoughts on that? My thoughts is that you just not willing to bring that to the. (laughs) Yeah, I had to. I had to. uh, I had to edit edit what I was going to say. Hey, Jay, what's your thoughts on that? Boy, I, I had to edit that. Um, I can't say it on here. <laughs> nah, go ahead. Cause no, nah, I can't say. It. But I, I mean, God about to say, yeah, I can like you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But nah. Yeah. I just about. feel like that. That's. I feel like that's a coward move. Like, why sit here? It's a. First of all, this is why. I why feel like why do you think people do that? Because they scared of to face what, what reality is. They scared that if somebody if they have that conversation, that they're not going to come out with the W. So 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 what they do is run to the internet, put yeah, up us a. Uh, with that fire. Uh, go ahead. Okay, that's what I'm talking about, Matt. So people put those posts up because what they can do is you can manipulate those posts, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say, for example, me and you get into it, right? Mm-hmm. And then I put up there, yeah, you something about real friends and all this woo woo right? Mm-hmm. Now, you know personally that post is about you, right? Mm-hmm. What I can do to manipulate that post and say, well, if the shoe fits, I wasn't talking about you. I didn't say that about you. That's coward stuff. Yeah. Be direct. Like if it Power if stuff, it ain't directed, stuff, it yeah. ain't respected, bro. If it ain't direct, it ain't respected. Okay. I, I, I Be like direct. That. Hey, so Matt asked, do you guys think a business can survive without social media? Social media in this day and age. You 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 want to take? Well, I yeah. No, you take t- that first. Yeah, you nah, take that. No, no, nah, you can rap about like your DJ and joint though now though. Oh, a business of yeah, absolutely. Every gig that I've got, I've, I've gotten. Uh, I've been DJing for two years, by the way, y'all. DJ336. Y'all go follow me on Instagram. Oh, my bad. That's promote social media. But let me go ahead and tell you. <laughs> no, you stupid. But, but look, I've been DJing for two years now. I think I booked two gigs off social media. He done media. refunded 50% of his gigs, y'all. Just so yeah, all right, bro. I refunded two <laughs> gigs in my life, bro. Get the fuck out of here. Hey, Jay, why you actually say the real? Yeah, just know. Hey, yeah, because that money, that money hey, went back hey, half the time. You ain't about to. You ain't about to slander my name. Go ahead. I'm gonna say that Go right ahead, now, bro. That bread went right. back, boy. They done yeah, said right, nah, bro. man. Hey, we about to start showing. Hey, we about to start showing invoices. Not you know what I'm saying. Hey, hey go ahead. Hey. Oh, damn. Excuse me. Yeah, damn. yeah. Like I said, Uh-oh. talk talk nicely. Yeah. Damn, hey, my look, bad. If it, if it ain't directed, it ain't respected. You know what I'm talking about? But look, but real talk, uh-huh. I've gotten probably about two or three gigs on social media. Every other gig in the last two years, and I've been booked like crazy. Has been word of mouth. Yeah. So me personally, Matt speaking. I think it can because it's about your product that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't promote a lot on social media, but mm-hmm. other businesses, and I think the avenue that you're in, sometimes, I'm going to tell you how it worked out for me, just to give Matt an example, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody had posted on Facebook for me to, for they were looking for a DJ for a birthday, uh, uh, 31st birthday party, right? Mm-hmm. This oh, girl. I saw that. Was, and for the record, you never got added. Go ahead. That's what I was about to say. Now, for the and for the record, too, this girl has a great following. Hold on, did you not get at it for real, bro? I'm not capping. Oh, this is this is this is what I want to tell Matt too, because I know he listening. Anybody else is listening too. I keep saying Matt, but I know it's more people listening. Yeah, yeah. So it's Matt talking so, to us right now, though. Okay, so look, 
this girl has a great following. Mm-hmm. She had commented looking for a DJ out of all, I probably out of all the comments, it was probably about 348 comments to where everybody was adding DJs. You know, multiple times they were re-adding people, but sure. 346, about 48 comments. Cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't even see the post. Mm-hmm. Two weeks went by, right? Mm-hmm. I got a call personally mm-hmm. from her. She hit, well, not a call. She hit me up on Facebook, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And she said, hey, I was seeing if you had this date available because I wanted you to DJ. And you DJ my homegirl's party last month. Mm-hmm. Just think about the power within that. I mm-hmm. hadn't been at it or on anything. So to me personally, Matt, like that's a way of survival. Like my product speaks for itself. Yeah. And, and to, to piggyback off on it, I know, Matt, this is going to be too, like, twofold. So I'm going to say yes and no. Mm-hmm. It can if you don't start that way. So to Jay's story, to Jay's, you know, testament, Jay ain't really start with a whole lot of, like, come check me out, come check me out. We did the podcast and chill joint. So yeah, like, that's all I said. That was the first thing. But, but, like, it went to social media and they saw you DJing, but it wasn't like, hey, check me out, I'm spinning here. And then you started doing the parties around you, which made people mm-hmm. like, damn, he really getting it. And then they told people. So, Matt, I think if you start, if you started to where you brand yourself as like a content heavy social media, like logistic type person, it gets really hard to, to peel it back then because that's how mm-hmm. people contact you. But I think if you started like I prefer to like grassroots with it, hit the people up around you. Like, well, with me being mm-hmm. a photographer, you know, like Jay, I told you, like, bro, let me do your family pictures. I was like, bro, let me do your family pictures. I was like, yo. Which is dope, by the way. Appreciate it. When we had that, that party in the mountains, I was like, yo, I'm about to shoot this. Mm-hmm. Or I'm like, let me, I did my wife's maternity shoot. I did our family pictures. You ask the people around you, and mm-hmm. as it starts to expand, it's really the word of mouth. If you get the word of mouth buzz going, social media is just a way for people to contact you. And the business mm-hmm. can really survive. So I think if you start grassroots, like, let me get it from the ground up, texting everybody in your phone. Like, when I, when I started, Mm-hmm. everybody in my, if you needed professional headshots if you needed a product photography for the, the photography for my own brand yeah it went on social media but the way i got that work was um <laughs> the way i got that work was, bro what did you laughing at because matt said boy <laughs> boy <laughs> um so the way I got that work, the way I got that work was like, bro, I'm Jay, you know, bro, remember we went to the mountains and I was like, hey, bro, make sure y'all get a family outfit because I'm shooting y'all family pictures when we get done. And, and, and that, that Sunday when we left, I was like, hey, bro, let me get them family pictures real quick. And yep. I think once you do that, it's, it, it's how you start it. It's how you yeah. start it. Like I, I have a photography page, but honestly speaking, I could probably just went from my brand page and just posted what I did uh, on the brand and people, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, people start hitting me up. And last thing before I give it back to you, Jay, one of my biggest clients, you know, she has a, a modeling agency. Mm-hmm. I met her through my wife, mm-hmm. you know, fresh with the camera. I'm like, yo, let me come through, click y'all up, make sure everything, you know what I'm saying? Look good. Mm-hmm. Did the first one. Boom. She's like, yo, like, appreciate you. I'm like, yeah, let me know when the next one is. Did the second one. Boom. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, this is really good. And what started to happen as her agency got used to me coming, all her models started saying, Hey, can I get a family shoot? Can you do this for mm-hmm. me? I ain't mm-hmm. I, I never once posted like, hey, trying to, you know what I mean? And you remember on my birthday when we went to that event in DC with the um 
that was uh, uh that was what uh styles right yeah yeah with the with the, yeah. with the event and we was like yo yeah. you know let me let me shoot all these pictures i think and this is kind of a nice transition i think the art of networking has been lost you know what i'm saying yes. like yes. like even, even i'm not gonna say no names at this spot but like even when we found where the june team social was jay that was because we pulled up at an event and talked mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but how, how do you feel about where networking is in person versus sliding in DMs. How do you feel like, how do you feel about those two things? I feel like people are afraid. People are afraid of rejection in person. So they slide in DMs. And, and it's like, if you you can get let down easy in the DM. To me, networking in person, you mm-hmm. can kind of gauge a person's real feelings, their intentions. Mm-hmm. When you DMing somebody, it's like, okay, how, it's like reading somebody's feelings through a text message. You can't do that. So anything yeah. can be misinterpreted. Like mm-hmm. any, so. Me personally, I'm a face-to-face networker. Hey, let's meet up. That's always my first thing. Somebody hit me up and they slide in my DM or I slide in their DM. Hey, I appreciate your work. Would love to collab with you. Let's meet up. That's always my next thing. Because Keep you, going. We, we answering Matt question now and didn't even know it. Keep going. Yeah, because like when you get to that point to where you're actually meeting them in person, I think people are just afraid of that because they don't know how it's going to go. And I think this, this might hurt a couple people. You know, I think people... And when you meet somebody networking in person, it really showed them that you really ain't got all your shit together. And people yeah. can fake that on the internet. Yeah. But it's like when you're sitting down and you politicking and you sitting here like, listen, I'm thinking about putting hey, that. Why this you always together. politicking, bro? Hey, you got the politic, man. You know what I'm saying? When you sitting down and you politicking, you know what I'm talking about? When mm-hmm. you sitting down and you politicking and, and you actually coming with that fire, you like, okay, you know what? I like your idea. I like where you're going with this. Here's our startup fee. This is what we're talking about. Let's move forward. Somebody might be like, whoa, 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 whoa now. And then you looking like, hold on, wait a minute. You sit here with 23.5 uh, followers, you know what I'm saying? K followers, all this shit. Like, you you yeah. legit. You you blue check certified. Yeah. I'm over here working out, you know. But it just shows you that people, I don't, that's, excuse me, let me stop rambling. I think I answered it already. So I'm going to go, so Matt asked this question, but we had kind of started speaking on it. He said, speaking of word of mouth, could y'all speak on the importance of networking and talking to people? And what would you say is a stronger, what, what would you say is stronger, networking or marketing? So I'm okay. kind of digging the, the bag Jay just went into. Bro, mm-hmm. 90% of Matt, and you can attest to this, my camera, uh, that's not really work. That's not really networking. But word of mouth has outdone when it comes to my brand, when it comes to my photography. I would honestly say sales and bookings is like mm-hmm. 90-10. I rarely, I have ran some super, super, um, Matt said, I agree. Jay, human interaction has definitely been disrupted by social media. So yes. word of mouth to me is undefeated. The reason why I like books, I read podcasts. I listen to, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, even when we shoot, when we texting about what to rap about, it's like the word of mouth of the way things happen. Or if you say like, yo, I'm trying to do this. I'd be like, yo, bro, I know somebody that does this and I send them your way. The mm-hmm. reason why word of mouth, I feel like is way more powerful than marketing because when you do word of mouth, it's already coming from a reliable source. Right. If I go, right. to, that's I, good. Oh, that's good. You know that's what I'm saying? Good. Like, if I go to somebody like, yo, my bro, a DJ, I know he'll rock your party out versus you trying to spin and make a mix on the internet and trying to prove you're as good as this mix is. But mm-hmm. when I go to somebody and be like, yo, he'll kill it. I already know hands down. Like, or, or, or we set up an event. I'm like, yo, I know two, like, you, you know my two go tos. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the fact mm-hmm. that, those those people I can say like yo no I know he's gonna kill it there's nothing else to be said you know what I'm saying right the same right. way if, if with, with photography for me 
uh, people say like, oh no, nah, he did my he did my event shoot. Like nah, it, trust me, I don't have to convince you. When you're marketing to people, yes, yeah, a good mm-hmm. marketing play, but you gotta get a funnel in place. Get them on your website, collect their yeah. information. Versus Jay, how many parties have you left when you had to give out cars? And the next week, you getting text messages about you know what I'm saying? Oh, such and such told me you was there. I know who was at your party. Can you do mine? How often oh, does that happen every, to you? Oh, everyone. Everyone I've done. I've even booked a DJ gig at a party while I was still DJing. Come on, bro. Like, and, and that's not, you know, that's not the yes, bragging. Sir. That's just me being real, though, bro. Like, at the end of the day, that word of mouth is powerful. And I'm going to be honest with you, too, Sneak, because, you know, I, we kind of got a little bit of, uh, you know, old school in this when it comes to, like, certain principles and values and stuff. Mm-hmm. I look at it like this, bro, and I'll be real and not standing there. Your word is your bond, bro. So you got to oh, think me. about... You got to think about how reliable, I mean, you got to think about like somebody's willing to put their neck out there for you. Mm-hmm. So, if, so if somebody comes to me, this is how I look at it. If somebody say, hey, I need a videographer or I need a photographer, right? And they say, hey, this is the guy you need to go with. I'm looking at you because I'm thinking in my head, I actually rock with you. I trust what you're saying. And mm-hmm. if you're willing to put your neck out for this person, they got to be what you're saying. For sure. Like, for it, sure. it's no way. And, and And I think another important part about it, like you said earlier, which was, crazy and it was beautiful what you said like i also think that when you say so so i'm going to connect it back to when you said like when you're in person people know you don't have it all the way together you can't finesse that you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i'm reading this book i'm reading and that could work for you or get you and i would tell or you, you. yeah i'm reading this book called uh well I, I finished reading it actually it's called power shift by damon john right mm-hmm. and he was yeah, saying you me about that yeah but one of the chapters is about like remember that they're people too so mm-hmm. even when you in person, you the the social media, how many DMs do you think they have? You know what I'm saying? How many Facts. how many likes or comments do you think they got to go through? But what he was explaining in the chapter that really stuck with me, which happens to me and you a lot, is like mm-hmm. when I'm in your, if I see you out in public and I say I don't even know who you are, but you are somebody of importance or somebody that I could potentially work with. Mm-hmm. For that, let's say seven minutes of conversation, I'm going to subcon like it's, it's just me being me i have your full attention for seven minutes when you scroll mm-hmm. on social media for seven minutes you're already competing with all the comments that you're reading and trying to get through there you feel me yep so when yep. you do yep. in person the same way it may show you that i don't have all my stuff together or not stuff together but like i'm human i can make mistakes mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. the very same way it can like propel you to the next level because that person's a human too like a right. lot of times we think that because people have X amount of followers or because somebody that made a hundred thousand dollars that they possess knowledge and skills that mm-hmm. we don't have. Mm-hmm. And that don't mean you can't bring the game to them about what you're trying to do. You understand Absolutely. Bro. Absolutely. So when you in person, you got to think about it to me, you got to think about it like this. You got that person's undivided attention. If you doing what you're supposed to do, you got mm-hmm. that person's undivided attention for however long you can keep them there. You ain't yeah. competing with likes and comments. And when you, I'm gonna tell you a thing about me. Uh oh. If we rap and we going in like that, bro. If you once you be like, nah, man, you need to take down my information, and it ain't no card. It's like a phone number exchange. Uh, uh. Oh, yo, Matt getting in a bag tonight. Uh-oh. Uh oh. What, uh, what you done uh, did to Matt, boy? You done pissed him off, bro. He getting in a bag tonight. Uh, and you don't give me that information, bro. Mm-hmm. To me, when somebody give you their personal number. And they're like, nah, we need to get up. To me, that's way more powerful than somebody liking a DM back. After they done met you, talk to mm-hmm. you for a while. Because I'm the king of like, you know, nice meeting you. 
know what I'm saying? I'll be around. Yeah. But when the opportunity presents itself, um, um, you know, I take advantage. So Matt said, can y'all speak on the, the emotional aspects of business? I think a lot of people think business is all about marketing strategies, et cetera. And they forgot the emotional side that comes from your client. Woo. Mm-hmm. That's tough. That's tough, man. Hey, I got a couple. It's so funny that we talk to each other when we on the way to 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 to, to these things. But I'm gonna let you take that, bro. I just got finished talking, bro. Uh, the the emotional aspect. He's saying that we take on do it from both sides, dealing with an emotional client and your emotions in business. Do both sides. Yeah. Okay. I think your emotions. It's hard for you to detach your emotions in business when you're trying to actually give out a good product. And the reason why is because if you're not taking their emotions in, in, into consideration, I don't think that you can fulfill necessarily what they're looking for. So when it comes to DJing, I talk to all my, my clients. I say, hey, what experience are you looking for? What type of music genre? You know, try to get down on all that sure. stuff. But when you, you know, when I get there, I still have to do my job, which is reading the crowd. Mm-hmm. I have to sit there and understand like, okay, this is hitting, this is not hitting. So let's say uh, you're dealing, let's say I'm DJing. And uh, the lady comes up to me and say, yeah, we're not really feeling this right now. <laughs> Emotionally, you have to be willing to understand what she's saying and get out of your personal self. Because if you get emotional, like, nah, it's me. Like, you're you going to mess the bag up. And you're mm-hmm. going to potentially mess up a client for mm-hmm. the future, which is what I look for. I'd rather call back clients than new ones any day. Mm-hmm. I love new clients, but I would rather you be a reoccurring a client. For sure. So emotionally for me i had to learn how to control my emotions and then another thing too you go into a party and i'm djing i got 50 people coming up to my table two of them trying to tell me to play their mixtape the other two asking for requests that don't matter you have to be emotionally sane because it's like listen i get all that you know what i'm saying but listen i'm here for sarah this is sarah's event she gave me a playlist i'm sticking to that playlist i would love to throw your request in you know it's mm-hmm. my request jar you have to stay sane because emotionally if you get out of like out of whack, bro, you have to understand that that's an experience that that customer, again, is going to carry word of mouth that could damage you in the long run. For sure. So me dealing with an emotional customer, I have to learn different tactics and ways of calming them down and soothing them mm-hmm. to where at the end of the day, they feel like they paid for an experience and they got what they deserve. For sure. It's, bro, so I, first of all, I wish I would have went first because that's hard to go after. I'm serious but I'm gonna attack it from like the same vibe and then like uh-huh. like so I think for me being and you I guess it's kind of the same thing you know photographer right yep when you capturing somebody's engagement shoot somebody's maternity mm-hmm. shoot somebody's family pictures family pictures like eh because it seems like you can you know you can set up another uh, another thing and another event and shoot their pictures when it comes mm-hmm. to things like an engagement shoot or like a wedding Ooh. or like or a maternity shoot talk about it only get that one and this is what a lot of people don't realize when you're dealing in the in, in the field of like photography and video things where you're capturing stuff you have mm-hmm. to make people that don't know you trust you comfortable enough for for them to express their true emotion trying mm-hmm. to provoke an emotion out of somebody that you don't know I'm oh learning every aspect about you as I'm shooting. Remember when you remember when we was on an engagement shoot? Yes, it, it, bro. I I didn't I don't I did not know them like that. So I had to find no. a way to genuinely make them laugh so I can capture their moment. And then the most nerve wracking part for me is like when they get home, I get home, and they're like, "Oh my god, we really loved it. Can't wait to mm-hmm. see them." 
and you going through them like, yo, these joints gotta be fire because <laughs> exactly boy, <laughs> expectation boy. And pressure is high, bruh, bruh. And then, and then, like, then when you give them to them, but when you click send or you share that folder mm-hmm. and you waiting on them to say something back, I'm gonna tell you the telltale sign that I know mm-hmm. they love it without them saying anything. Mm-hmm. If I send a folder and like <laughs> two, <laughs> minutes later, <laughs> I, two minutes later, I got a tag like. At, you know, when they at you in the story and they send you a message. Mm, yeah. Once that happened before you even text me back or messaging me back, or the deal. Hey, you, you solidified. Bro, people don't share stuff they don't like. And, and then, um, uh, Matt, I also tap into this, bro. Yeah, and then when you get done, I'm going to tell Matt another story. I'm going to tell the people. I keep saying Matt because we refer to him. We I'm going to him. tell the people another story. Yeah, it's a couple okay. people in there, but Matt, the only one commenting. But, um, okay, yeah, I'm going to tell Matt a story. But... And another thing, Matt, managing your emotion, not like the, the, the actual entrepreneur itself, those emotions, managing the emotions were like, yo, I might have to give this client their money back, take an L on bread and still mm. find a way to come up with the winning product. You know yes. what I'm saying? When, when, when shoots ain't coming in for a month or shoots aren't coming in for two weeks or shoots ain't coming in for however long or product not selling, my hoodie's not coming off. You like, mm-hmm. oh. You got to separate separate facts from feelings. You know what I'm saying? Feelings mm-hmm. can't stop Boy. facts, but facts set the boundaries for feelings. You know what I'm saying? So like, okay, you always that's good. Know, you always got to know what's 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 the fact. No matter how I'm feeling, what's really happening here? Mm-hmm. You know, the client done paid their money. They need this. Can I deliver this? If the answer is no, they got to get the bread back. No matter how you feeling. If that's I can't fact, deliver bro. what was agreed upon. No matter what I'm feeling, you gotta give it back, bro. But you, you, you in your story, Jay. I'm sorry. Okay, no, no, you good. That was that was actually really good. I, I I'm gonna have to steal that from you. Well, you got, hey, you got to text me that tomorrow, bro. Yeah, yeah, for you sure. Text me that tomorrow. But look, you know, to give Matt a little story, bro. I don't know what it was, and hmm. Keenan, you can be my, you can be, you know, bro. For it was one spurt where I had four gigs, and nothing at the beginning went right at all. Oh, I got the God. one. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna tell you one of them. I was doing a baby shower, talking about pressure and Matt, talking about controlling your emotions. I was doing a baby shower. Got there early. I always try to get there at least 30 minutes to an hour early to allow for setup time. Mm-hmm. I'm setting up everything. Everything. Now, now, mind you, y'all, he does all this off of his phone. He DJs off his phone. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> See, I can't, I can't deal with you. Bro. He DJs off YouTube. Yeah, all right, bro. Okay. Oh, yeah. Social media, internet. Yeah, all right. Yeah, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. So I get there. So I get there. Everything is like, I'm like, all right, cool. Setting up my speakers, getting ready to do a sound check. This is about, so now I finally get there. My laptop's moving slow today. I'm like, damn, what's going on with my laptop? Cool. Trying to hear it and set up. So now we about 15 minutes away. Normally, I've already done, done two sound checks already. I'm ready to hit play. Because for my customers, if you tell me from four to nine, four o'clock, that play getting hit, we we vibing out for the rest for of the sure. My damn computer started updating mm-hmm. in the middle of me sitting. So I'm sitting here like, nah, this can't be serious. It's And the, the clock is ticking. It's at 15%. 18, Ooh. I mean, moving slow as hell. Now, mind you, you're talking about controlling emotions because the lady is for her daughter. So she comes to me, hey, this is what song I want them to walk into. They just pulled up. I'm like, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Boy, so talking about press. So I said, "Hey, give me, you know, give me a couple seconds. You know, I I got you." She's like, "Okay, cool." I said, "It's still a little bit early. You know, we did say four. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just trying to smooth a couple Yo, things out." 
It takes some finesse right there. <laughs> takes some finesse because I'm like, she, you know, to my credit, I do have to four. Yeah. Okay. At this point, it's three fifty five. Yeah. Computer finally done updating. I'm like, cool. Bet. Go to my DJ Serato. I gotta re-download the shit because the update uninstalled it. Mm. So I had to go install it again. Mind you, this is where all my music is. Bro, it was nothing but the grace of God. At 359, I finally got it up. I hear up and type the song that she wanted, and I literally played off one side of my controller just to get that song out while I was still low-key loading everything else up. That's but it crazy, took that man. finesse to get that done. But, man, That's it's just crazy. like when you in those moments, you got to control that because I could have easily sat there and been like, man, I can't do this. Yeah. You know, you can't counsel on somebody five, 15 minutes before it's about to happen. Mm -hmm. So. That's that's a little story I just had to give out there. And 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 to to that point, to that I, I actually remember that. That's that's funny. I know uh, you do, bro. I called you, bro. I was sweating bullets. Yeah, yo, but but and to that point, bro, you you don't yo. I know, bro. Yo, like he's not it, something's wrong with Jay. I know, bro. Hey, they what? what they laughing at your crazy behind, bro. <laughs> bro, I'm hey, here real. Hey, look, hey, look, hey, Jay. You told her, yeah, we did say four though. You did. <laughs> Hey, smooth finesse. I was like, no, I understand. Hey, trust me. Listen, I got you. Calm down. You don't worry about nothing. I promise you I'm going to rock it out. But we did say four, though. Give it a little bit longer. We're going to be good to go. I got you. Hey, Jay. I had to throw hey, that what in was there, your bro. heart doing? What was your heart doing while you talking to him? <laughs> Boy about to die over there sweating bullets. I was like, yo, you got. And, and I was sitting there the whole time I was thinking because you know how, like, you know how, like, when you walk into a room, it's like literally everybody because they stood up already. Cause they was about to come in the door and everybody got their phones out. Motherfuckers looking back at me, the mama in the corner like this. All right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now I done gave, I done gave her the wireless microphone and I got a wireless microphone. So she low key over there ready to introduce all this shit. So she keep looking back at me. I'm over there smiling. I got, yeah, I'm about to hit play right now. <laughs> Whole time. Computer still. I was bored. I'm talking about sweating bullets. Hey, Jay, and what make all that worse is, bro, that check already done cleared, boy. They done put that check in your account. I'm talking about the whole check it cleared. The whole check bro, is cleared. Bro, I'm telling you. So I'm sitting see, here thinking, like, bro, I can't get this bread back. See, bro, I ain't see. I ain't had nothing that crazy, bro. I ain't even, I ain't even <laughs> gonna try. So, 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 when is the scenario where, what's the scenario where they don't ask for, have you ever, they don't ask for the bread back, but you feel obligated to give it back based off how you feel about your performance or if the mm -hmm. customer don't ever say anything, you keep it. Does that question make sense? Yeah, it does. I think the only time that has happened to me is um, I actually DJed and uh, I was DJing and in the middle of me DJing, one of, one of my speakers bust. Mm -hmm. And it was, was like... Gracious. Like, it was mad. It was like, like what, Jay? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was mad, mad staticky. So I'm sitting there like, I'm like, yo, this this not right. Like some something's not right. So you know, the customer came, she came up there, she pulled me to the side. She was like, yeah, it doesn't sound right. You know, people are complaining about the sound. And I was thinking in my head, shit, like she already done paid me. So I already told myself, listen, at the end of the night, I'm gonna go ahead and give her, her money, you know, have her money back just to show her, like, I ain't come here to do this. This was unexpected. Mm -hmm. But I did bang the rest of the party out with the one speaker, and mm -hmm. it was loud enough to sustain. And I did offer. I said, hey, listen, I know it didn't go as planned. I want to give you half your money back. She was like, no, I, we had a great time. Like, that was just a little mishap. And it blew my mind because I was automatically thinking, let me get this girl money back because yeah. I felt bad. For sure. For sure. I uh, I, uh, So Matt asked. Did you have a, you had an instance like that? Oh, bro. You know, the, I, I've, I've 
So to me, when the I, I've never written no Jay to answer your question, no, but I have had instances where I felt like not charging the full price was more the relationship was more important than killing somebody on the price. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So not necessarily, but Matt asked this question. Uh, how do y'all handle failure in business? Uh, how do you take failure consider? Uh, how do you take failure can seriously alter your motivation? So how do you mm-hmm. guys handle it? Are you want oh, me? oh, yeah. You want me to shoot? You want me to shoot first? Yeah, go ahead and shoot from the hip. Uh, Matt, I'm gonna be real with you, bro. Like I think, I, first of all, you have to identify what failure is to you, mm-hmm. and I think my expectations of myself make me feel like I'm failing way more than my numbers that my actual business is going. I literally was having this conversation with Jay earlier today. Like we today, was, bro. That's why I was like, that's crazy. It's crazy that he's asking this, bro. So like I would yeah. be he like he's he been listening on our calls. He's for he's real, stupid. bro. So okay, like in full in full transparency, bro. The, the, the past couple of days been really rough expectation-wise. And if I'm being really real, it's like for me, this year I'm trying to keep my high standard and let expectations go because I can have like I'll give you something on the brand, I'll give you something on the brand month. This was maybe at the end of um, this is maybe October-ish of last year. I had my biggest born to win month, period. The biggest mm-hmm. one I've ever had. But mm-hmm. the way I got it and and the way my systems failed me when it came to profit margins, I considered it a failure. But in reality, right. I generated the most revenue that I ever had from born to win. Mm-hmm. So when you say how do people handle it, I think as long as your business did not stop, it's not a failure. But you right. really got to check your expectations. Is it the business failing or is it your expectation not being met? Because mm-hmm. if you're shooting for the if you're shooting for the moon and you still land amongst the stars, did you really fail? So I think right. for me personally, I take um hey Matt said I'm not the best. He said, I've seen people <laughs> completely quit. Um what's the mindset that you got? Oh, excuse me. What's the mindset that got you where you are at podcast now and Jay with DJing? Uh, the mindset that got that got me there was you just... said that got us here. And, uh, hey, Dad said I wouldn't be with him if he was the feds. Uh, but but <laughs> hey, Jay, so we're gonna jump into what got us here, and then but first yeah. about how do you view failure with with these with your business? How do you handle yeah. it? But to to finish, uh, thought off, I handle it by understanding that if the business did not shut down, I didn't fail. But go ahead. Absolutely. Like, I, I feel, I view mine, uh, that was definitely good. I hate to have to go after that, but I view mine the same, too. Like, mm-hmm. as long as my business did not stop, it's mm-hmm. not a failure. It's an opportunity for me to learn and grow from it. You know, it's different things that I can pull from those experiences. But as long as I go to a party and I'm not, like I said, they have expectations that they set, you know, which, again, Matt, and I'm, you know, I'm being real, I haven't DJed a party to where, I never met their expectations or exceeded them. For sure. You, you get what I'm saying? Sure. But I've also DJ parties to where I felt like I didn't give my best, not because I didn't understand what I was doing. I just had stuff going on mentally to where I wasn't dialed in and focused. Mm-hmm. So in those moments, man, I feel like I failed myself. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I failed as a business because I still gave them quality. So what I had to realize is as long as, like he said, the business is not stopping, and I'm continue moving on and continue being booked. Whatever my expectation is, I need one gig a month, two gigs a month. As long as I'm doing that, and then I I don't feel like I'm failing because I feel like it's all in the mindset. Like mm-hmm. you you only fail when you stop completely because it's a lesson in every failure, and that's what keeps us going. 
Mm-hmm. Like it, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a party to where you go to. As a matter of fact, I told Keenan, and I'm gonna be real with you, man. I told Keenan this. One of the, hey, the sorry most for the other tra- people in the chat. I know we keep saying Matt, but he's just one. Him and Dad's are messaging. We're not neglecting. And the people, okay, on audio, y'all. Let me give this disclaimer. I don't even know how long we've been up here, but people that's gonna hear this on audio, we shoot these live. So when you hear us refer to Matt, that's you know that's one of our you know supporters, my bro. So we're not neglecting you all's opinion, but he's literally speaking to us while we talk. Go ahead, bro. I'm sorry. Right. No, you good. Good disclaimer. But I told Keenan one of the most challenging parties that I ever did in my whole life DJ career for two years when I did a team party. I told him that. Oh, yeah. That was the hardest party for me to do because, number one, they weren't engaged at all. They was outside half the time. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I was DJing it by myself. And then, you know, trying to finesse and and learn they different music, they having all these requests, I felt like I was failing because I'm like, damn, am I that bad the way they got to sit outside all night? Yeah. Then I realized, you know, when the parents came in and they was talking to me, I actually got another gig because the lady was like, man, you turn this thing out. I'm looking like, for who? When nobody <laughs> in here. Like, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? To make a long story short, in that moment, I felt like I was feeling mad. So it's all in the mindset. For sure. So Matt, so the next one, uh, he said, he's seen people completely quit. What mindset that got you to where the podcast is now and Jay with DJ? And so I can kind of speak on... So, Matt, let me say this, bro. This is something that people don't like. Uh, uh, you know, a lot of people don't know. I've start, I don't consider I'm on YouTube, but I consider, you know, a podcast, an audio, you know, a podcast. Mm. I've started, if you look back in the past six or seven years, I've done like the podcast video thing multiple times. Mm-hmm. Like I did it when I first moved up here about eight years ago. Jay, you remember when I came to your house and we was recording on my phone? I remember. Yeah, I remember then. that. And Matt, honestly, bro, I think I've learned with podcasting in the creative space that's very, I don't like to call things saturated. I would say competitive. I think you really got to dial into what progression looks like. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think I've, and, and I was literally telling Jay this today. Sometimes, bro, I'm not satisfied with the numbers I see, but the numbers mm-hmm. never go down. You, you've you been here with me at the house and I showed you my numbers, how consistent people show me love, how people always sharing, how people always tapping in. All that mm-hmm. stuff. But, man, I got to this point because I literally have a vision for my show. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I really wish I could say the whole thing, but, you know, I really have a vision for the show, bro. And I think all these things, when you visualize the big picture, it's like a, it's like stem, it's like from the stem of your brain, bro. It it, it shocks out to all the wavelengths that you got to do. Right now, consistency, bro. Today, I did not feel like getting on recording today, bro. Straight up, no. You and you said Jay. that too. That, and that's real. Yeah, you said that too. That's real, bro. I did not feel like being up here, bro. But the thing is, it's the year of always do, to take it to the next level. I got to do. It's the year of doing what I have to do, not what I want. So I believe mm-hmm. a lot of times when you mix your passion in with something that can, um, you know, it's honestly doing something I'm passionate about, bro. Anybody know me? Know I love to talk. Mm-hmm. You know, I, Jay let me. You know, Jay up here got me talking about forty minutes out of the fifty. You know what I'm saying? But Get the uh, fuck out of here. I'm sorry. <laughs> but no, but no, Matt, I think it's all about your frame of mind and your end goal. A lot of people don't understand that sometimes you start things for them to finish. Like mm-hmm. some people do things in order for them to stop, to move on to the next. My podcast will be here when Cameron's in middle school because it may right. it's going to evolve. But as far as a talk show goes and being in the, uh, the atmosphere, I mean, being in the environment of collaborating with people, doing this with my bros, you know what I'm saying? You can't make this up. 
You know what I mean? So like what, That's a what allows the podcast to get to this point is constant progression. And if I if something, uh, I'm gonna I'm stop on here and pass it to Jay. But you mm -hmm. know, the number one thing I learned, bro, is you don't allow mistakes to stop you. You just never make the same mistake. So if I do something and I'll right. say this, and you was a part, Matt, you was a part of something that I learned. When we did our first podcast and chill, I should have never split it into 11 videos. I should have made it one video that was two hours long. If people watched two hours, they did. If they didn't, if they didn't, uh, you know, they didn't. Mm -hmm. Then if you go back and look at my podcast party, the whole thing is there. I didn't split it up. So you just learn yeah. not to make the same mistake over and you'll see the progression. Go ahead, Jay. I'm sorry. I agree. No, that was good. That was actually really good for me. Uh, when my mindset changed with DJ and stuff like that, I kind of carried the same mindset throughout my whole life. Um, but it really changed for me come, uh, when I came into the DJ world because I show a lot of love and I'm real big on like the energy you put out always comes back to you. So I try to be a positive person. I don't always succeed at it, but I try my best. Yeah, you what are I realize positive, is, bro. I know I'm not always positive, but what I realize is uh, for me, DJ and wise, what's for me is for me. And yeah. you have to realize that Facts. when you're in the DJ world, because like so many people, it's so many other DJs that were before me that started out before me. And they're looking at me like, well, dang, how's he getting all these gigs? And how's mm -hmm. he getting booked way more than me? And right. like I always told him, I'm not doing anything out of the ordinary. I just realize in life, what's for me is for me. For sure. What's for you is for you. So I'm going to show love. I'm a, you know what I'm saying? A, a DJ sure. post some stuff. I'm going to love their picture and shout them out. That's what's up, bro. Do your thing. Because at the end of the day, What's for me is for me. You're not going to stop my bookings. And it's enough people to go around. People always view it as like, oh. Yo, Matt in a bag tonight, bro. Go ahead, Jeff. Oh, like, like it, it is healthy competition. But at the end of the day, with healthy competition, as long as you understand the truth of who you are, you're going to succeed no matter what. Keep that mindset. And it has not failed me DJing for these two years, bro. I have continuously got booked even when people uh, were supposed to get booked before me. Bro, it is what it is. What's uh, for you is for you. And all facts and I and I, and that was probably the biggest thing of both of our success I would say uh so Matt just said uh, I know how close you guys are and your friendship goes way back um what do you think is key for finding genuine friends that can help you grow and develop okay uh, see Matt trying to start some shit I think he got a notepad yeah he really yeah. been waiting on Monday Yo, so hey, I'm hey, a, go ahead no you yeah. got DJ I'm, I'm gonna go no, ahead no 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 you hold on what was the question again damn we what was he said, he said, I know, he said, I know how, the first one, he, he said, I know how close you guys are and I know your friendship goes way back. Uh, mm -hmm. What do you think, are, uh, what do you think are key for finding genuine friends that can help you grow and develop? His second question is, negative people can really hurt your journey. How do you all keep your uh, circle tight and stay with the real ones? Okay, first question. To answer the first question, Matt. Mm -hmm. Me personally, I'm going to jump back to it. It's all about what you put out. Energy yep. is reciprocated. So you put that good energy out into the atmosphere. I think you'll attract because you you attract what you put out. You can't be positive all the time, but as long as you take that mindset, you try to attract that. The second thing that I think helped me and Keenan uh, and just helped me uh, in general with the people that I chose to have in my circle at this very moment in my life is that knowing how to choose people that know how to play their position. Right. Everybody has to have that common goal in mind. If we're all coming together, this is what it's for. I may not have to put up 40 tonight, but I know that as long as I get my 15 assists, and eight rebounds, we're going to win. And I'm cool with that. You got to have people that are genuinely cool with playing their position for and sure. executing it so well because it's not looked at as like this is one boss and we all working for this person. We're all bosses. Mm -hmm. You're bossing your avenue. You're yep. bossing marketing. 
You're yeah. boss and DJing. You're boss. If everybody viewed it as that, nobody would view it as, oh, well, we working for this person. No, like-minded people will take you, or excuse me, having a like-minded view on what your goal is, Matt, will take you to that next level. For sure, for sure. And, and so, Matt, you know, you know, you know, you know you're about to make me go in. But um, <laughs> uh, the first thing first is, bro, you know, me and Jay, for real, for real, and, and Lewis, for, I've known Lewis for a long time. You know, me, Jay, but yeah. me and Jay being as close as we are, like, bro, you got, if I'm being real, like, super real, bro, me and this dude ain't have nothing together. Like, through the careers, That's a fact. The, careers the careers, the degrees, the masters, buying the home, all that stuff, man, me and this dude knew each other when we was struggling, like, didn't have anything. So I don't think. Trenches. For, for sure. And there's nothing that Jay can get that I feel like he doesn't deserve. You know what I'm saying? Vice there's, versa, vice versa. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I think, Matt, when it comes to, like, how do you find genuine, genuine friendships? And I'll be real, bro. I met Jay through my wife. So I yep. think Jay, my friendship was hit with him is an testament to how authentic him and my wife were as friends. And it just transferred over to our friendship and our brotherhood. So yep. um, when it comes to that genuine friendship, bro, like when you in the trench work together and you know how hard people work to get what they need. And we're not even just talking about business. Like when you know people and you seen their struggles and they, they've seen your struggles, and you mm -hmm. cried on their shoulder, they cried on yours. Nothing material can separate us. Because it, it, we know what it's like not to have that stuff. So you give him a million, give me 10 million, you just gave us 11 million. It, ain't no, it, it ain't no situation where, oh, why he get it? Why he get 10 and I got one? Bro, we know we're going to eat. We don't know what it look like, but we know we're going to eat together. So it don't, that don't never really change the game for us. Um, and, and the second one, Matt, um, how the negative people... You know, they can hurt your journey, bro. You always gonna have that. You mm -hmm. always gonna have people. You, you negative people don't present as negative people. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, like, like, ooh, like, bro, ooh. negative people don't come knocking ooh. on your door, like, hey, I'm negative. Nah, like the energy could be the same, but bro, you mm -hmm. just gotta realize as life goes on, the way the negative people show during conflict. Mm -hmm. When they when, when the adversity way, brings out true character, it do, bro. So, like, Matt, you, you don't keep honestly, you know, you try your best to eliminate it, but honestly, bro, negative people are all around you, and good people can have negative moments, so yeah, absolutely. Really, you know what I'm saying? So, it, it goes down to knowing impact versus intent. Like, I know if I know, I know who Jay is. Say, Jay, you know, we disagree. What's going to humble me in the situation? Like, I know Jay not like that. Like, I, I I may not have liked what he done, but I know in his heart of hearts and my heart of hearts, he's not like that for real. So right. let's figure out what, why did this happen that way and move on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you keep negative people out by 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 believing people when they show you the true colors and having a conversation. If you can't, if you can't resolve any conflict, they got to go. Got to get bad. up out of there. My bad, Exit Jay. stage left. Yeah, I know I said, but back to you, brother. No, nah, I mean, I, I ain't got nothing else to add on that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, but honestly, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was well said. And, and, and full transparency, bro. Like, even this segment that we're on right now, this was like, this was like AOJ. You available Monday at this time? What are we doing? Send them the link. Bet, say less. It's not, you, when you locked in as friends, as brothers with people, it's more about knowing that they got your back even when you may not know everything. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like right. there 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 are things that that friendships bring that you can't really quantify them. If if Jay be like, "Hey bro, I need I'm about to go DJ this joint, bro. 
he'll say to me, like, I think this is a great opportunity. You think you can pull up with your camera? And, or vice versa, like, AJ, like, I, you may not be spinning, but, like, I know it's going to be some people that's going to need that joint, man. Just pull up with me, you know. Yeah, I'm bit. there. I'm there. Yeah, bro, you just you just eat with who you start with. And, it, and to me, when you've that's been That's a home, real model, and I live by that daily, bro. That's oh, for a sure. real. For sure. Eat with who you start with, bro. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, um, damn, Matt, you had some good questions, boy. I know, man. Shit, we bringing Matt up here next week. Fuck all the bull. Yeah, let's bring that boy Matt in. Hey, bro, I think, I think that boy, hey, I, we can't bring Matt up here because I think he's really scared of that face-to-face -face interaction. So he's really go. trying to. Yeah, he trying to live through social media. He got us tapped anyway, bro. He got he got the YouTube <laughs> tap, boy. Nah, but, Matt, um, get up, pull up on, pull up on Matt. Hey, Jay, how do you feel about the negative people thing, though? You didn't speak on that. How do you feel I about the, the only thing people? that you? Uh, the only thing that you said that that like really hit home for me is that good people can have negative moments, bro. You just yeah. have to realize that everybody's human, and I think mm -hmm. that's the only thing that really blindsides people and it makes them look at people different. Mm -hmm. I just good people can really just have negative moments. And the other thing you said, uh, which was good too, is that like, even in those moments of, of them, have, they're not a bad person. I just really live off intent. Sure. So anytime I look at a person and I feel like I really, really know them and I trust their character, I always get humbled in the situation because I'm like, like you said, nah, that's not them. They had a moment, they had a moment. That's not them though. You know, but you got to know, like you said, what's the difference between a moment and a, a transition in a person. For sure. You have to know the difference. For sure. And and the last thing I think I'll say to close out on that, Matt, you don't always get it right, bro. Sometimes sometimes mm -hmm. people in your life for a reason, a season, you know, I ain't gonna say a lifetime, but like, you don't always get it right. You know what I'm saying? I don't think everybody that left my life is negative, And I don't mm -hmm. think everybody that stayed is positive. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. You don't always get it right the first time. I think the biggest thing is, again, like even we said earlier in the business aspect, you just don't make the same mistake twice. You feel me? Like right. you, 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 right. you try if you've seen it before, you try not to even if you maneuver around it different. But the result becomes the same. I just literally don't think that you should make the same mistake twice. You feel me? Um, right. But, Jay, before we close out, bro, the next, I guess the last thing I want to ask you, mm -hmm. what's your thoughts on? uh like how you support your friends in business like like uh like is it can you only support your friends financially can you only support uh oh never mind never mind, hold on hold on oh matt just asked a question never mind don't answer that uh how do you split a negative moment from a negative person you want it James? basing it off just how i look at it is basing it off character man you have to judge it's a judgment of character yep and also too to me, what makes it easier in that situation is having a memory. Like, did we, were we in the trenches together? If so, how did they react then? But for the most part, it's just judging the character, bro. If, if a person, like I said, if a person has never stepped out of this character and, and done this and it really happened, I have to ask myself, like, what triggered this? Because mm -hmm. this is not them. Mm -hmm. Then what happens is when it keeps happening, Matt, then you realize this is a transition in the person. This is them. I need to believe this for what it is. For sure. That's how I decipher it. For sure. So I'm literally going to piggyback on what Jay just said. Matt, the biggest way to decipher between the two for me is this. A, a good person with a negative moment, it'll make you feel like, damn, why, why did they react like that? Like, what happened? Mm -hmm. A negative person, every time something happens, they react the same way. Mm -hmm. They could be all good, buddy, but every time something happens, 
it's always this like real like damn bro what in the world's going on but you'll start to realize like every time something happened it always comes that way that's kind of the red flags of a negative person mm -hmm. but if a good person like you know y'all get into you know that's cool you know whatever whatever nothing crazy happened then like y'all have a blow up and it just seems so out of character for them you know what I'm saying? And then, like, say y'all get into it, you know, or not even get into it. Say, you know, a year goes by and you never really saw that that part of them again or you don't see it in the same aspect. You'll realize, like, oh, damn, they really just had a bad day because you don't always know what people are going through. So, like, yeah. damn, they just kind of blew up. You know, damn, I ain't never seen that. You know, I hate that that happened. But you'll realize their track record says that that was just a blow up. It's not who they are. Um, so, like, so with but a negative person, bro, nine times out of ten, their reaction, their energy is the same around conflict. It all comes down to the way people handle conflict, but positive people usually shy away from conflict. But like when they, when they, you know, may have a bad moment, you know, that's not really. Yeah, because I've had some, I've had some bad damn moments. I we, all have. we all have, I've had some we bad all moments. have, and, and the only thing that grounds me when I feel like that, I'm always, oh, Matt got me thinking, bro. And nine times out of 10, bro, a person that's not really negative, and I ain't talking about like narcissistic, we ain't getting into all that. Mm -hmm. Nine out of 10, bro, a positive person to apologize. Thanks. A positive person to come at me like, hey, bro, yo, before you even say nothing, something, my bad. I don't even know I'm how that, if, you, like a negative <laughs> person, like, oh, no, nah, bro, like, nah, like, hey, uh, you, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it, it get wild, bro. But anyway, man. Y'all know this episode. What are we gonna name this bad boy, Jay? We're gonna name this bad boy uh Matt versus the world. Matt versus the world. But nah, man, appreciate everybody in <laughs> nah. the live chat that's been tuning in with us, man. Appreciate Matt for all the comments and questions. Thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all. Uh to all the audio listeners. Appreciate y'all for rocking with us, man. It's your boy K Dot Mims, man. I got my bro DJ J Dub with me. We out. Favorite DJ checking out.